Well, welcome everybody. This is the inaugural Bradcast, as we've already started to call it. My name is Andrew, and uh, joining me here is my good friend, Blaze. Hi, I'm Blaze. I'll be joining our lovely pastor, Andrew. We just wanted to start off by giving you a little bit of an idea of what we're doing here. Now, first of all, we have no idea what we're doing here. Blaze and I, neither one of us have ever done a podcast before, it's which a makes experience. it is. It's it's a very good learning experience. This is going to be the first one, and I am very confident that it is going to blow up. Mm-hmm. I feel like we we can do something with this. I feel like that that's a true statement. Yeah. So how do we begin this? Uh, well, should we introduce ourselves? I mean, uh, we've said our names, mm-hmm. but... So, both uh, Andrew and I go to a church in Willowick called First Baptist Church of Willowick. And uh, one of the members here, he's a very, very big member of our church. His name is uh, Brad Northern. Seeing things that it would only be right to document them in a podcast. Yeah, we kind of want to share with the world the man who is our friend Brad. Hence the Bradcast. Mm-hmm. Now, I should point out here that we want to take true stories about Brad, and we want to embellish them. Just and, a little bit. Yeah, we want to add things that are definitely not true, <laughs> but they should show some of the epicness that mm-hmm. is Brad um, in in a way that the truth just wouldn't quite convey, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's perfect. So none of the stories are made up, per se. Just... A bit mm. embellished, yeah. uh, fabricated. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's okay. It. That's how I explain it to uh, some people who are asking. Yeah, there you go. And we're also, we should point this out, we're not going to come right out and tell Brad about these Bradcasts. So if you know Brad, don't tell Brad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's a good addition. We We don't want him to never find out. Mm-hmm. But if we have 60 or 70 of these done before he finds out, you know, that's That'd that's be nice. Great. Yeah. Then yeah. we could put them on a CD and then give them to him. Yeah, it's like a Christmas present. Yeah, he's really into Christmas. He but is. that's for a later date. That's a great teaser, Blaze. Mm-hmm. You are going to be good at this podcast. <laughs> yeah, Christmas. So I think now is the perfect time to get into our first story of Brad Northern, and that is the Canadian wilderness trip of it was last year I suppose so it was 2017 Mm -hmm. so the Canadian wilderness trip of 2017 I personally did not attend I was too busy working or something stupid like that and who do you work for by the way I actually work for the man the myth the legend himself Brad Northern yeah yeah I've never had the pleasure of working for him. But, you know, Brad and I go back about 12 years. Uh, how long have you known Brad? Oh, I met Kiara two years ago. Okay. So yeah. Then. Yeah. It's a good name drop for Kiara. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, okay, so the Canadian wilderness, a little backstory with that. Uh, Brad and I have been taking wilderness trips since about 20, no, 2007. Mm-hmm. And we've been on quite a few of them. Uh, Mostly we take teenagers up there and we make them miserable for a week and they come out better people than Mm -hmm. they went in. That's that's the goal. 
Mm -hmm. Sometimes it works. Uh, well, no, haven't experienced it. Right. Well, yeah. Next there's time. always time. Next yeah. Time. But I need a passport next time. Yes, um, passports are necessary, which is part of the story, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so Brad and I have been going on these things. We had a group of several teenagers that wanted to go in the summer of 2017, mm -hmm. and we we took them up there, and you know we have to pass through customs and. At the Canadian border, they ask us all kinds of questions, and uh, then we started our trip. Can you give us a demonstration in a Canadian accent of what some of the questions might be? I can absolutely not do that. Oof. A. A. Sorry, A. Sorry, A. Uh, sorry, A. Sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, our, uh, our Canadian brothers and sisters to the north uh, are always very welcoming to us. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't want to offend them uh, by my terrible Canadian accent. Not going to lie, I have a terrible Canadian accent too. Well, there you go. So All right. So tune in next time for neither one of us doing an accent. <laughs> um, At least not Canadian. Right. If Brad ever goes to Ireland, I will pull out the greatest Irish accent you have ever heard. Anyway, uh, so the... You know, the kind of questions, are we taking anything to Canada? Why are we going to be there? Mm -hmm. How long are we going to be there? And they'll ask some of the same questions a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Just make sure that it checks through. That's exactly right. You know, and then we'll come back through the border, and the usually the U.S. agents uh, ask a few more questions. They, uh, they want to make sure that we aren't smuggling anything back into the country. Like Cuban cigars. That's... That's true. That is true. We have never smuggled Cuban cigars over the border. That's good. Yeah. Um, but you're not really, sp you don't bring wood. Mm -hmm. That's one thing that they always ask about. We usually have some souvenirs and things that we're bringing back, but nothing, nothing over the top, mm -hmm. nothing too valuable either. So, so anyway, we, uh, we drive up there. It's quite an experience getting our canoes and everything and, actually getting into the wilderness and we're about three days into the trip and we're having a great time and we're on this river and the river kind of winds around and it's easier paddling than the middle of a lake uh, just because you have the current helping you and so things are going well we we get to a beaver dam we all have to get out of our canoes walk this little trail and we put back in the water, and we come around the first turn. And Blaze, do you have any idea what we encounter? If I had to take a guess, based off of what Brad had told me before you guys went on the wilderness trip, it was it was a bull moose. It was. Yes. Yeah. Now, I've been on a few of these trips, and I've seen a lot of mama mooses mm -hmm. and a lot of baby mooses. I had never seen a bull moose, mm -hmm. at least that close. Because as we rounded the turn, it was there probably 25 feet in front of us. It's pretty close. Yeah, it was it's pretty scary. close. And they move very quickly in the water. Uh, typically, we try to keep our distance, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and, you know, Brad was there. He was looking. We took some pictures. I might try to figure out how I could post that mm -hmm. to the feed. I don't know if that's possible with podcasts. but Only one way to find out. That's true. Google it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not right now, but... No, that that wouldn't make for a great podcast. No. You can't even see us Googling it. That's true. It'd be like enhanced typing noises with our phones. Click, 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 
Yeah. Turns out it's not possible. No. Okay. Uh, so, Blaze, do you want to pick up the story from there? So, I would like to bring it back to before the wilderness trip. Like I said, I work with Brad, so I get to spend a decent amount of time with him at the shop. And he was explains to me how he how he was going to go on this wilderness trip and bring back a bull moose antlers and a skull and antlers and then hang it above our sink in our main in our main area. So I thought he was kidding, of course. I mean, who who do you think is actually going to go through and get a bull moose head in Canada and bring it back? And customs are not going to appreciate exactly. That. That's that's another big thing. Yeah. They won't even let you take a piece of wood, let right. alone a bull moose right. uh, skull. Yeah. Antlers. Well, that's where I was wrong. And uh, do you have any? I wasn't there, but do you have any right. details as to what happened? I do actually. The poor bull moose that is now in our shop. <laughs> that, that's a great teaser for where we're going yeah. because, you know, we are in this river and the the current is kind of pushing us. So we try to keep our distance, mm -hmm. but we just kept inching closer and closer to this thing, and he just wouldn't move. And so, I I wasn't exactly sure what to do, and the next thing I know, uh, you know, Brad pulls out this pocket knife it's two and a half inches long you know and it's you can't take long knives into canada again customs uh, the border patrol won't won't allow you so uh i just see him with this thing i'm like what is he gonna do i mean this is a knife that he normally keeps on him and i've seen it at various times at the shop and now i know why he keeps it on him obviously for these reasons specifically Right. And I can only assume what followed next was pretty graphic. And you had to cover the eyes of the small children who were with you. Well, you know, that was also part of the genius of Brad. As he got closer, and he didn't, he didn't antagonize the moose. He was just being prepared. And so the moose kind of turned on us. And all I saw, really, was this flying leap out of the canoe and if you've ever tried to jump out of a canoe it's not easy and i've fallen out of a canoe oh, that's pretty easy <laughs> oh yeah i have also fallen out of a canoe uh this was not a fall no this was a fall forward and up great leap yeah onto the moose mm -hmm. uh at that point brad has a hold of the antlers and he's kind of riding the moose as it takes off into the woods oh now so I, yeah, that, that helps with the whole right. Yeah, we didn't have to censor anything uh, from from the young people that were with us, and you know the next thing we knew, it was about ten minutes later. We didn't quite know what was going on, uh, but Brad comes walking back out of the woods and he tells us everything's taken care of, and uh, he he fills us in on what happened. You know, and it was basically uh, him or the moose. Brad is not a an aggressive guy. Mm -hmm. He's not a violent guy, uh, but in a in a time like this, he was going to protect our group. And He's like a mother bear protects their young. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. And on another trip, uh, I saw Brad and our group encounter a mother bear. That was actually in Alaska. Oh, uh, another day. Yeah, story for another day. We just kind of drifted by it. Nothing dramatic happened. Mm. Maybe we could embellish that story a little bit. 
Anyway, stay tuned, everybody. Uh, Find out next time on the broadcast. Right. Needless to say, that day in Canada, we ate like kings. I can only assume. What did it... Was it just like chicken or... No. Moose meat uh, is a little gamey. Mm-hmm. If you've ever had deer... Uh, venison, okay. you know, it, it tastes like that, but bigger, you know, mm-hmm. and so it's it's almost like eating just a cow steak, uh, okay. but, you know, maybe a little more gamey than that. Uh, delicious, delicious. And Brad is one of the best campfire chefs I've ever seen. He mixed it with a couple of cans of Spam that we had mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and threw on some vegetables and things like that 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 were readily available. So mm-hmm. he he cooked this up. Uh, we wouldn't want to waste any part of the moose, and you know, so we honored the life of it by uh, by enjoying it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but did then you set up a shrine. We did not. Oh, okay. That we we didn't do that. No. That's uh, yeah, being a church trip and mm-hmm. you know all that. Yeah. We, we decided not to. Uh, but we we had to figure out what to do with the antlers. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, Brad hinted at the idea that he might want to bring that back. Yeah, no, he he's hinted really strongly at that. Um, and if I remember correctly, when you guys were coming back through the border patrol, that's when that's when everything went down with the antlers. Yeah, yeah, they they kind of searched our vehicle and they found the the antlers of this moose and they wanted to know what went on you know and how it was that we took ownership of this moose uh it was we had a lot of explaining to do but again brad being a master negotiator uh he didn't back down from the 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 verbal interaction there no and uh you know to do that one thing led to another and it's now hanging over the sink at the shop. Yeah, where it belongs. I think it does belong there. Yeah, it really like brings a warm touch to the place, other than the nice smiling faces of my fellow coworkers. Oh yeah, shout out to the coworkers. Yeah, um, and the and the heater. The heater really makes it nice and toasty. But hmm. it's a sentimental warmth. This is what I'm talking about in there. It's a great kind of warmth to have mm-hmm. at work. Yeah. Yeah. So I wish that I could say that there was a big fight between Brad and the, the Canadian border agents, uh, but it was actually the U.S. border agents. Yeah. Um, and you know they were understanding. They knew that uh, that we were all in danger, and that Brad had one choice to make, and he made that choice. And you know they they kind of commended him for it, and it was almost a reward of sorts that mm-hmm. they let him bring the antlers home. Man, I really wish I was there for that. Actually, it sounds seems it seems exciting. A lot more exciting than just drawing wire through dyes. Sure, and that's but, what you were doing that yeah. particular week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although there are some pretty cool stories that come out of drawing wire through dyes. Oh yeah, no, there's there's some pretty pretty fun ones that uh that involve Brad, of course. Of course. And I can't wait to dive deeper into those in a later episode because uh although it is work we like to like to have a little bit of fun i could imagine 
Uh, but sometimes it does get serious with uh, some of the things that go down there. Well, that sounds great. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> well, with that tease, I think we will wrap up our first broadcast, where we exchange true, yet slightly sensationalized stories of our friend Brad. Uh, this is your co-host Blaze, and uh... this is your co-host Andrew. And we are glad that you took the time to listen to our story, and we hope that you enjoy future episodes.